Hey friend, if you're an Email Templates 101 owner, be sure to log in and check out the 2024 updates and brand new templates in your course. You'll find a new active listing seller check-in template as well as a new offer delivery template for your sellers, plus lots of fine tuning to the other existing templates. Don't have Email Templates 101 yet? Grab yours now at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash courses. Rah, rah, this is the only way. You gotta do it this way. And color code it. (laughs) Color code it. I think that if you fill up your whole calendar, you're gonna constantly be having to dump something when something urgent comes up and Mm -hmm. that thing won't get done now. Katie, we're gonna change that one realtor at a time (laughs) here at Hustle Humbly. All these things that are so important in society before, and then they started to work, and but they weren't taking anything away. They didn't take anything away. <laughs> yeah. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey, Katie. How are you today? Just great. It's episode 212. Okay. Um, and we're going to time block. Hmm. For or against. <laughs> <laughs> or is time blocking even possible in real estate? Yeah. How do you make your schedule? How do you make your schedule? What am I supposed to be doing? Right. That's what we're going to tackle today. And we just had an episode on routines not long, maybe last episode. We're not doing routines again. No, not routines. No, but we're going to talk about scheduling and and sort of getting through a real estate schedule. Yeah. (laughs) Also, we got a really great message um, that spawned the idea for this episode. And we have to show YouTube our friends on the the video. Look at the size of the emojis. In all fairness, they did not look that way in the email. But when we printed the email, they're like life they printed size. really big. It was my first time to see an emoji that large. I mean, they took up like ten lines of of text. Mm-hmm. Well, anywho, mm-hmm. um, we're not going to share the person's name, uh, but we are going to share some of this email. So yeah. I'm just going to start with this. Basically, they are asking us how to schedule out your week. Like, what the heck am I supposed to be doing with my time? (laughs) How do I block it out in the best, most effective ways between 8.30 to 3.15 when the kids get home and I have to start dinner and homework and all the things? Um, She also mentioned that she was seeing a lot of industry hype around, you got to block this out. Yes. For this many hours kind of vibe, right? Yes, is that the yes. vibe she was getting? That yes. was the vibe she was getting. Like, rah, rah, this is the only way. You got to do it this way. And color code it. <laughs> color code it. <laughs> Tell me your thoughts on time blocking. Like, you keep saying color coding, so I want to hear what your what is your mind picture? I picture color coding. Like, the green highlight means you're making money, and the whatever pink highlight means you're with your loved ones and your friends and family. And <laughs> I've sat through many educational classes on scheduling and time blocking where they talk about, you know, color coding your schedule and and like blocking off pieces of time and, and things like that. And it never worked for me. 
Well, let's just talk about the term in itself, block. Like you're blocking out when you're in real estate or you're a mom, you can't just block <laughs> out some of the things that are going to come and you're going to have to address them. Yes. I am always a little bit jealous of people in careers that are like, oh, I always, always do X on Tuesday morning from 9 to 11. I always this. And there will be some realtors that will argue, well, I always make calls Tuesday from 9 to 11. Always. Always. Um, but... You, you can't block everything out, right? Especially if you're a mom, because we are going to get this message did get a little into how do I handle this with my children? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not just a realtor 24-7. I'm also a mom and I have a, a life outside of that. You can't block everything out. Right. As hard as you might try. So I have found for myself, I am the type of person, and it took me, honestly, a long time to realize this. Probably podcast therapy has helped me (laughs) recognize this in myself, especially when we get to talking about done is better than perfect. But in any area of life, whether it's like business or health, if I set an absolute, Mm -hmm. the second that I falter, you give it all up. I give it up. I am just mad at myself. Like, I'll start again next week. I'm not going to – I was having a hard time with the absolutes. I think that's why it took me so long to do a newsletter because I thought it's a monthly newsletter. If it doesn't go out on the first of every month, then I have failed. And if I Mm -hmm. can't commit to that, then I don't need to be doing it. And now it's like I have one, and I only do it when I feel inspired or have something valuable to share. Fair. And so same thing with And totally with functional. This. Yes. <laughs> same thing with this. I think it's fine to have certain amount of times where you're trying to get things accomplished. But the reason that I was having trouble with it is that no day was the same. Right. Whether it be real estate, whether it be a call from school, the kids are sick, whether it be whatever. Um I could never have like the perfect week. And so it was a frustration for me. Right. Because it was never fulfilled. Yeah. So I had to keep it a lot looser Uh, than the time block. I think the problem is that you can't get stuck on the structure of your week. What I think you – and in a way, the the term and the – the theory of time blocking could kind of work in that why don't we pick the things we know we have to do every week and let them be these floating blocks. Mm -hmm. And then we kind of see how things go, but we try to get them in somewhere along that week. Like I can't say Tuesday morning from 9 to 11, I can reach out to my database because maybe Tuesday at 10 a.m. I have an inspection. Sure. So why can't I just have a a floating block that says two hours of database reach out, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then I just try to get, because I think the problem is when we don't pin it down to a specific day and time, then we just don't do it. Yes. So how can we make this work? Mm. How do you make it work? Like, do you know what you have to do every week and you kind of just let it fall where it may? I mean, not necessarily. There's a few things that I know I go to, okay? Every Monday, I have our Monday morning meeting. Mm -hmm. Monday morning, um... I drop the kids off a little bit earlier, like maybe more like 745 instead of 815. And I do get to my office earlier before anybody's there, like maybe around eight. And I have an hour before the Monday morning meeting because I need to open my laptop because I probably haven't opened it much that weekend. Yeah. Or I've been snoozing things till Monday morning. Mm-hmm. 
So that I will say that that is one thing that has been able to stay pretty consistent. Um, mm-hmm. That's just what I do on Monday mornings. I go through emails for an hour, do the Monday morning meeting, and then I schedule whatever appointments I need. Yeah. I think what I have done that makes it work for me is that I do try to leave a lot of space. Okay, good. That was in my notes. I just don't. We call this the white space. Yes. I just don't over schedule. Right. Ever. Like I always try to keep these, these big gaps. So if something comes up, I'm not frustrated. It also allows for you if something comes up mentally or health-wise, you have sp- – you know what? I just can't deal with this today. Mm-hmm. I need to take a break. Yeah. You have you have the space in there f- for you personally or for you professionally. It's just space. I think that if you fill up your whole calendar, like every single bit of it, mm. you're going to constantly be having to dump something when something urgent comes up, and mm-hmm. that thing won't get done now. So right. like if you filled every minute in and then you – had something, oh, a new buyer comes and you need to do a showing. Well, something had to get thrown off the list, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you're frustrated because you didn't get it done or you never come back to it. And like people are always like, but what about lead gen? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my God. How what do about you- lead gen? <laughs> For example, <laughs> if I have 10 minutes before showing starts and my mm-hmm. client's not there yet, I'll get out my phone and go through my database. Right. Comment on some Facebook posts that are my friends. Like, communicate with the people that I want to communicate with. Because you're not putting so much pressure on that period of time to be perfect. So you're like, well, I have 10 minutes here. Instead of scrolling, I'm going to do like my database contacts. Whereas someone else might be thinking like, I can say I've fallen victim to this thought process where I need to get the, the, the spreadsheet out, make sure everyone's updated, get everything right in my office, make sure there's nothing outstanding that I need to be doing. And then I'm going to contact the database for one hour. Right. Well, that is a lie you're telling yourself. (laughs) Just go to the showing and realize that you have five minutes and be like, oh, let me pop onto Facebook and see who the birthdays are today and reach out to these people. Right. So I struggled with that too. Like if I couldn't start and complete something, I did not even want to start start it. it. Right. And it did help me change my mindset thinking of it as I have 10 minutes. I wonder how many people I can get through in my database. You made it into a competition with yourself. Yeah. So. yeah like, <laughs> like how much can I do? Maybe. And it's amazing if you have all these little 10-minute gaps, they come together and you've had an hour of productivity sprinkled throughout your day and you didn't even realize it. it, it right. You got so much done. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I do those um, posts that it's like what I did today at the end of the day. And yeah. they're like, how did you get so much done? I'm like, because – when I take all these things apart, none of them took that long. Mm-mm. But you you have to use some part of your day to be efficient. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I want to remind everyone that we did have an episode number 188 about task frequency. So when you're trying to decide what are the things that I want to do every week, however I'm going to end up scheduling that, what are they? Mm-hmm. Not every single thing in your business you do every week. You don't plan to send out a mailer to your whole database every week. You don't right. like there's some things that are going to be quarterly or, you know, monthly or yearly. So, check out that episode because it'll give you some like frequency stuff so you know what's daily and weekly. I think I also just like to stay on top of things as they come in. Yeah. So that it's never this huge overhaul. Right. Um, If I can stay on top of my email as much Mm -hmm. as I can. I mean, there are certainly days where it gets busier, but even a clean out like that, like a big clean out would take maybe 45 minutes. Right. So it's like 
Whereas if you're, if I'm constantly just checking it periodically and doing what, like after closing, do closing that transaction out instead of waiting till there's eight that I need to. <laughs> right. Don't wait till <laughs> there's eight. Right. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I just feel like it's so simple, but we try to overcomplicate it. We definitely try to overcomplicate it. I think it's simple for you too, because you've removed as much fluff as you can. Like Mm -hmm. where are things that are maybe not necessary and then we just get done what we have to get done. Some weeks you might have time to go to the office meeting and some weeks you just might not. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. What are some of the things though that you feel like you need to do every week? I mean, as far as I think your database has to be in there somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then your transaction management is going to happen. Right. Sure. The better you plan for that hour, the easier the rest of your week is. Well, instead of me having to do one little task at a time, why can't I just take an hour on Monday or an hour on Friday and check on all the transactions and make sure they have everything they need? I also will just make some calls while I'm in the car. Yeah. So I can be hands-free, put them on speaker, and we just chat. I just recently, I have some sellers right now. Their house is having a very hard time selling and she has been such a delight. The husband is so stressed out. It's, it's just been really sad. And so we had another, we had an offer that had a lot of buildup. And then when it finally came, it was so terrible. I I was embarrassed to even present it, but I did. And it just, you know, made everybody mad and sad. (laughs) You're like, great. So the next day I was feeling like, I need to call because I feel awkward. Yeah. And I feel like I don't want them thinking I'm not there. Like, I just knew. Okay? Yeah. I did not want to call. Right. Did not want to call. But I was driving and I was like, just call. So I called and she answered and I was like, hey, what are you doing? And she said, uh, I'm just kind of trying to pack up the closet and just continue the process, yeah. you know? I said, well, I was just calling to check on you. I know yesterday was a really hard day. Right. And she just talked. Yeah. And we talked for like 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Not about any big game plan or what, you know, it was just a good conversation. And I ended it with, I know I have been so disappointed too. And I just wanted to let you know I'm here for you. Right. And after we got off the phone, I was thinking that that was that was good. I really needed yeah. to do that. But sometimes when I'm in that situation where you need to make the call and you don't want to, I get in, I get like you where I'm like, I need to be at my desk. Right. So I need to be mentally prepared. In the, in the zone. In the zo- but it's right. more, the more I overthink it. Right. The longer it's going to take, and the more painful it. it's going to be. Uh-huh. And then it just doesn't happen at all. Uh, just right. do it. Just, just do it. Just like, yeah. not, that's right. That would be a good, so don't worry about time blocking it. Just do it. Just do it. When the mood strikes you. Uh, There are a couple of other things I think you could plan when you're doing your weekly plan. And one, most importantly, is your off day. Mm -hmm. You have to pick it Mm -hmm. the week before, probably. You can't wait till the week of and pick it. And then your office day. So in some ways, I feel like office day to me allows you to get a second day off, if you will. Sure. You could be in your pajamas, in your office working, although I think you'd be better off in shoes, as we've said before. (laughs) But I do think that knowing that you're not going to have to go out on appointments and you've protected that day kind of gives you that second off day in a way. You know, Mm -hmm. like you, maybe you're going to go do your laundry while you're doing your office work. Right. Um, if you're not taking two days off. Mm -hmm. Also, I still cannot believe that it is just commonplace that realtors do not take two days off. I know. It is not even something people 
blink at. Katie, we're going to change that one realtor at a time. Like, <laughs> Here it, it just humbly. seems insane to me <laughs> that know. because we have to work on a weekend or, you know, our schedule is kind of like all over the place that we also don't think we deserve two full days off. I know. And I will say when I was a newer agent and I had just gotten married and, you know, Tanner was in law enforcement, so he was working a lot. Um, and at that time I was new, so I didn't need a day off because I had plenty of days off because I had nothing to do. I I I was figuring it out. We like guilt work. Yes. I felt like, and even when I got super busy and started implementing a day off midweek because I was working so much on the weekends, it felt very foreign. Almost like I would be embarrassed if someone found out that I wasn't dressed today on a Wednesday. Right. But then I'm like, but I worked on the weekend. Like, if you took a job and your boss told you, great, your pa- salary is going to be X and you get one day off a week, you would be like, oh, hold up. Right. One? One day? Or what they said, no days off. Mm-hmm. You have to work a portion of every single day. You'd be like, well, this is not for me. I have to have some days off. Mm-hmm. You are your own boss. Mm-hmm. If you don't t- give yourself a day off, you're not a very good boss. And it goes back to if you hired you to run your business – would you fire you? It should be ridiculous to us that we don't take off two days. At least. It should just be like, well, this can't be. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we've talked a lot about, because obviously this is more like, how do we make our flexible schedule work for us? Yes. Sometimes I feel like I need a couple of half days and I have to work a little on a lot of days, but mm-hmm. I always still feel like one day off is a requirement. Sure. Okay, so when you're planning your week, you get yourself a day off. Um, I also really like to plan for a weekly shutdown or some type of Friday shutdown. And we've talked about this on the routines episode. We've talked about it on the task frequency episode. But I want to try and make my mind understand that the weekend is not work unless it is an appointment I have to go to out of the house. It is not for coming into my office. But wait for it. I have a little hot tip for you. Okay. If you're having trouble getting things done and things are breaking in and you're not like getting your admin done the way you want to, just for one time, try Saturday morning office hours, like Hmm. an hour or two. Nobody bothers you on Saturday morning. Your family doesn't really want to have anything to do with you. I mean, unless you have tiny children and then yes, I was going to say. Like your little kids may. Um, no one is typically reaching out to you for work-related things. Not your lender, your title, none, none of that's happening. Mm-hmm. But Saturday morning, you can knock out some pretty good focus time if you need to do some admin or office work or clean out your email or one of these things when everyone else is sort of like qu- quiet. I have not done open houses since before COVID. Okay. Um I don't know that I'm going to get back into them either. Okay. But not all the kids are this little. But when I think about how productive I was on those During Sundays, that time. like when Monday came, I didn't need to get to the office an hour early because right. I had my laptop. I had two hours alone in a house. I was cleaning out email. If someone came in, I greeted them. We did the tour and then they left and I went back to my email and just I was so productive for that two hours to myself. Yeah. I was in work mode because I was dressed and out of my house and Sometimes I do miss that special time I had with myself. Uh huh. <laughs> I bet you do. But um, you know, again, if you do an open house and when nobody's coming, you're sitting there scrolling. 
You know, you've just wasted a lot of time. I waste so much time. We all There's do. There's a lot of time being wasted. Um, okay. <laughs> do you want to hear the bottom of this message, which cracked me up so much? I was surprised you were going to read it. I'm not going to read it, read it. Okay. I'm just going to cover, like, we're going to make a little shift in our minds. And this is basically the other part of this person's question. It wasn't just how do you structure your week, but how do you mix mom and work life? And she said, just curious. Who's doing all the grocery shopping, making your meals, dropping off and picking up kids, taking them to all the appointments and practices and making sure they have all their back to school supplies in order and helping them get their homework done every night while also tending to their tween drama, hormonal craziness <laughs> and thinking about what upcoming birthday parties and presents are needed and hosting playdates and sleepovers and keeping the house clean and thinking ahead to which in-laws, in-laws will visit for the holidays and what to get everyone for Christmas and <sighs> you get my point. <laughs> That's what she said. You get my point. And I do get your point, friends, so much. Yeah, we do get your point. I read this article once that was like such a light bulb moment for me. It was all about kin keeping. Have we talked about this before? No, kin keeping. Like kin, like your kin, K-I-N, I I guess it's like your kindred, like your peoples. Yeah. Anyway, like your family or your friends. Yes. Kin keeping is all of the work associated with all the things she just listed getting the birthday presents, getting the Christmas presents, planning for family vacations, planning for family travel, you know, checking on your sick relatives, like all of the things that are part of being alive and having humans in your sphere, right? In your, in your like core. Okay. How do we get like, you got to put the birthday party in the calendar. You have to figure out who's taking your kid there. You have to get a birthday prep, like all the things, right? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Kin keeping and that that takes up so much mental energy. It does. And oftentimes, I'm not saying always, but oftentimes falls to the mom. Sure. Right. Or the female in the relationship, even to people without children. Mm-hmm. It was it was standard for the female to be doing all the kin keeping. Mm-hmm. Because I guess part of that theory was previous to most women working, Mm -hmm. they were in the home and that was the biggest part of their job, right? Mm -hmm. Keeping the household, keeping the children, doing all this kin keeping. Taking care of the elderly parents. Right. Yeah. Right. Volunteer. Like all these things that are so important in society before, and then they started to work and, but they weren't Taking anything away. They didn't take anything away. <laughs> yeah. They just were like, hey, you can also wear go super mom. Yeah. Yeah, go. Woo-hoo. And now I'm gonna go on a real tangent. Oh gosh. Now they're selling mom juice. Did I tell you this? No. Like a seltzer, like an alcoholic beverage that oh. is actually called mom juice. Okay. Not sponsored because I'm livid. <laughs> I, it is just but you're, you know, I guess they're like, haha, the big meme now is like the mom with the wine glass that's big enough to hold yeah. like the whole bottle of wine. Right. Like, y'all, not funny. It's like we're laughing because if not, we'd all cry. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to keep up with a full time job mm-hmm. and all this other stuff that takes up all this mental space. And they're afraid to say they need help because they're trying to be super, super right. mom, super, super mom. wife, super realtor. Yeah. I don't know what kind of super you're trying to be, but just don't. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't just do stop. it. And I just, um, we need to give ourselves grace and then we need to ask for help. So I had some tips for our friend in the email um, on how to mix mom and work life. Okay. Hey there, are you looking for ways to save time and money in your business? Email Templates 101 is the communication system you need to bring ease and efficiency to managing your transactions and clients. Save time and avoid mistakes all while providing a high level of service for your buyers and sellers. 
In Email Templates 101, you'll get 13 downloadable buyer templates ready for your personal touches. And 19 downloadable seller templates plus six attachment checklists. Head over to hustlehumblypodcast.com slash courses to get yours today. Tip number one, ask for help. Delegate. Right. <laughs> then I said, say no. Don't overcommit. Like, just, mm-hmm. no, we can't do that. I'm sorry, we won't be able to make that birthday. Mm-hmm. We've had two others that day. Yeah. Look, I'm a hard one birthday a day person. Like, we, I can't do multiple. We're going to have to pick. Yeah. Someone's going to have to pick. Um, <laughs> number three, and my most important tip, especially for parents of multiple children, is lower your standards. Mm-hmm. They're going to be dirty. Maybe their clothes aren't going to match. Maybe your laundry isn't clean. Maybe you're eating McDonald's for I don't know what it is, but just lower your standards. Yeah. It's going to make it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And then... Use your mom activities as opportunities to network. It's it, Don't worry about fighting it. You do a great job of this. I feel like any opportunity, I'm like, how can I make this productive? Right. How can – I think the problem happens, and this is my final tip on the mo- mixing mom and work life. Don't bother trying to compartmentalize it. Oh, yeah. It, that's not going to work. You can't be like, I'm all I'm all on work right now or I'm all on mom right now, especially not if you have children at home. I think right. we all know that is a silly thought. We're not going to be like, oh, I'm blocking off these two hours and it's just for my real estate advertising and no one's going to bother me. False. Yeah. This Maybe it'll happen, but maybe it won't. And I think when we try to tell ourselves I'm on work mode or I'm on mom mode, that's when things get off the rails when one or the other breaks in. My most shameful mom moments have been when I'm trying to do something work related and they're bothering me for like a snack or something. And I'm just like, give me a minute. I have to give me a minute. I have to finish this. And then I'm, I'm like, oh, I, I do have a hard time. Right. And then it's really hard to give yourself grace because yeah. you're like, I'm trying to get this thing. It Look, these things are going to cross over. Sure. And then one day they won't. I know. So it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought there, you know, you see all these, there is no work-life balance, you know, but there is a lot of, I think Jenna's talks a lot about integration mm-hmm. or at least tr- this is fine. I can be in 75% mom mode or, or home mode. And then a call or a text or something breaks in that maybe I have to address, but I'm not going to also go in my office, open my laptop and start cleaning out my inbox. Right. (laughs) We can't, it's not all or nothing. Like we can just say, okay, I'm answering this one text and then I'm going back to the board game or like whatever it is. I also think too, how you said like say no and going back to boundaries, especially as we're coming out of this super crazy market where you had to go, 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 you know, and reminding people, look, if a home is occupied, it may need more notice for an appointment, really making sure you're using your email templates with your buyer rules. So buyers know how things work and they understand that we're not on call. We do have to make appointments and, and schedule things. Well, that's the nice thing about a more normal market. Mm -hmm. I'm not expected to jump the minute a house hits the market so I can be in the long line of cars out front to go see it. Right. I think, although some markets are still. So if you're having like trouble going back to and listening to some of the boundary episodes yeah. and how to communicate those boundaries and just make sure that you're in control of your business. 
and that you feel happy and content with however it goes. Do you want to work seven days a week? Your business, is it seven half days and then the rest of the day you spend flying kites? Live it up. Like, is that what you want? Like, are you happy? Do you wake up excited about that day? Do you feel burned out? Do you feel like, is your immune system struggling? Are you like sick a lot? Like what... It's your. It's all part of your life. Mm-hmm. And if you love your work and you want to get up and do it every day, that's great. And I still think you should take two days off. But what's working for you? Mm-hmm. Like, well, think- that's a really good point because she asked us in the email, do we provide a daily schedule that would help them? And the answer is no because – my schedule is so different than your schedule and, and her schedule and day. anybody else's schedule and what phase and season of life I'm in is different. Right. And right. it's all different. And so it's really about you getting clarity on what you want and where you need your help mm-hmm. and finding a way to make that work for you. Yeah. And I think her message and her ultimate vibe in the beginning was she was getting a lot of it sounds like probably social media messages. Well, people like, were shooting all over her. Yeah, and she felt you like, should do this. You should do and that. And instead of doing anything, she was doing nothing because she didn't want to do the things that people were screaming the loudest at her. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I don't want to have a reels strategy, or I don't mm-hmm. want cold call. Well, that's fine. Don't like that's okay. You don't have to. Um, but I think that's all in. You have to take a moment and think about, well, what messages am I receiving? Am I on social media too much? Am I following a lot of realtors that make me feel bad about myself? Do I not want to do whatever this guru is teaching? Then just don't. Unfollow them. Get it out of your life if it's making you feel negative. Turn it off. Does it make you feel good? Like, just say goodbye. Mm-hmm. We're so overwhelmed. And someone used a term the other day about it wasn't social media burnout, but it was we're all fatigue, social media fatigue. Oh, okay. I think we're all kind of there. Mm-hmm. Like, like we we were stuck in our house with COVID. We're all scroll, scroll, scroll. Then we all learn to make everything content, which is great. Like you need some content, but then it's like you almost can't turn it off. Mm-hmm. And so it's like we just need a break. Yeah, gonna go on a little bit of a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really, you can do that for a day, a week, a month, mm-hmm. a year. I love seeing when people are like, I'll be off of social media for 30 days. I'm like, I want to hear more about this when you come back. Right. Sometimes they come back. Sometimes they're back right away. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you know. And like, know. how do you ease into it without getting sucked in all the way? Right. Oh, this is a great time, too, since we're talking about schedules, to bring up the time audit again. Oh, yeah. Go to Google and just do like a Google 15-minute time audit, I think. There's all these little worksheets, but you can do it yourself. Basically, it's just like breaks down the day from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep into 15-minute chunks. Mm-hmm. And you can just audit yourself for three days. What am I actually spending my time on? Mm-hmm. It's really helpful. Then you can figure out, like, where are the spots that maybe I have some opportunities Mm -hmm. to get something different done if you don't like the way your schedule feels. I was really nervous when Haven was going to start kindergarten Mm -hmm. because it meant I was going to have to shift my day an hour earlier. And I was just – 
any big, anytime we have a change or shift in schedule, I always get a little, uh, there's like a learning curve and I get anxious and then it happens and it's fine. Yeah, because you're I, out of your routine and yes. you have to start a whole new routine. It's like I have to like readjust and like now summer's ending and I thought summer was going to be so hard and yeah. now that it's ending, I'm like, no, right. I want to stay in summer because, you know, now we're going to be back to the hour early. earlier. But what I found was by 10 a.m., I had gotten so much done. You lived a whole life. Because I had worked as soon as I dropped my mm-hmm. kids off. Usually from 8 to 9, I have found nobody really Pretty contacted quiet. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I usually drop the kids off. And we have an, two offices in Baton Rouge. One is right by school. Yeah. And so I'll go there. Nobody's there. I'm just – it's just – it's funny how, like – Something that you think is going to be bad for your routine ends up being this big. You just adjust. Yep. And it becomes just like this good thing. All of that to say, I'm not a morning person. Me neither. But what I learned about myself is whether it's 5 a.m., 10 a.m., I just don't like waking up, getting out of bed. <laughs> doesn't matter what it time It feels is. the same. Like it, the times that my alarm went off at 5 a.m. and I turned it off and was like, I'm not working out today. When it went off at 7.30, you were just as mad. I felt, yes, I was just <laughs> as mad as I was then. So I may as well have just gotten up and right. gotten it over with. But maybe even if you could just get up a, like 30 minutes yeah. earlier and mm-hmm. get ahead of things because – I I get all flustered when I'm not ahead. Okay. When things are coming at me and, and I'm like, but I didn't finish the last thing. <sighs> yeah. So and that's when the office day is so helpful yeah. because I'm I can just have computer time. Mm-hmm. I'm dedicated to just clearing things out and yeah. getting ahead. Office right. day keeps me ahead. I cannot imagine a week without an office right. day. Right. I really can't. Right. And a lot of times I think people feel pushed or pressured to hire at that point. Yeah. And I do think you can probably make some scheduling tweaks and plans before mm-hmm. you have to go to hiring a whole person because that costs a lot more money than adjusting your schedule. Right. Right? Than, yes. in, than instituting an office day. For sure. And then you have to find someone and train them and do all the things. And then I think back on, you know, leading up to having Haven and I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? And then it worked. And then, you know, we started the podcast and we were going to record, we were going to have podcast day every Tuesday. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I have to basically take off of real estate every Tuesday, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I had Tate and I'm like, okay, I have two kids and this podcast, how am I going to do this? (laughs) But it just... See, and all then my we, babies. And then we changed it to every Tuesday, Thursday for 2023. Mm-hmm. And I really thought that this was going to impact my real estate business negatively. Right. And it just hasn't. Yeah. And I, I can't put my finger on why other than the fact that I have gotten really good at telling my clients – I have Wednesday at noon available. Does right. that work for you? It's not you make the schedule. Yes. I make the schedule. Yes. I have no problem communicating what I need to make this work. Yeah. And I just don't get a lot of pushback. Right. But I think that agents don't know that because they're never – they're just saying, when can you go? Yeah, just stop saying that. Right. Okay, you need to see this house. I can go tomorrow at 2 or Thursday at 5. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine if you want to give an – like, if you have a late day yeah. or if you work on a weekend day. Mm-hmm. But don't say, oh, I can go anytime this weekend. No, one of those days was your day off. Yes. Which one? Was it Which Sunday? One was was your it day Saturday? Off. I don't know. But don't give that one. Just as a real-life example, this past Monday, I hosted our Monday morning meeting at one of – 
my listings. Okay. So I had to get there early and just set up and make coffee and all that. Sometimes it goes longer and I knew I was going to have to be the last one there. So I just didn't schedule anything for immediately after it. It it ended pretty timely and some of the agents stayed after to help me close up. So I was done pretty early. And this lady who I had just gone on a listing appointment with like two weeks prior uh, had sent me an email and was like, hey, I just finished the final to-do list. Let me know when you have time to come by and see if I'm ready for photos. Okay. And my listing was right by her house. Oh. And so I texted her. I was like, okay, I know this is short notice, but could I come in like 15 minutes? She was like, she said, sure, I'm home. I said, great. And so because I had some flex space, mm-hmm. I was dressed. Yeah. I was in the area. Worked for me. It just worked. So right. it's, it's not like I need 10 hours notice for everything. Yeah, I also feel like you aren't, over, not in a weird, this sounds wrong, but you aren't over preparing for every appointment. Like no. you're just prepared. Like in, you're, you're just right. like, I'm are, just going to look It doesn't see. have to be a big production. Yeah. And I think it's funny because we're similar in that way, but I am going with more. Like yes, I, I want you my, bring I want my folder. But the whole thing is I've already made them all. Yes. They're you, already ready. I could leave right now. Sure. Just like you could leave right now because it's already inside. Like you're just prepared. Yeah. Like, I know what to look this for. This is what I'm doing. This is my process. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, I mean, that is kind of nice. Yeah. I think if we, we – can, and that would work the same as if you can't put that um, – oh, no, I can't go right now because I said 24-hour notice for right. all appointments. <laughs> yeah. But you're like, I'm right around the corner and I could go right now. Well, right. that might be easier for you. It was because honestly, when I was looking at the rest of the week, I was like, I could fit it in, but it would be more it, difficult. It would be more difficult. And I'm here right now. Right now. I know. So I think it really is about being flexible and allowing that flexibility to be a positive for you. Yes. And not feeling like, oh, well, no, I was going to take the kid to get ice cream right now. Well, on the way back, I need to get the sign. But you're passing the sign. Just grab the sign. Right. Like, it is not the end of the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Any other thoughts about mixing work and mom and your schedule? Mm. Do we get them all? Um, I just also want to caution anyone that is feeling um, pressured by someone with absolutes in the way they teach. You must always. You need to time block this. like Every week. Once, you know, it's it's oh. the absolute statements that they really. Right. Because once a month reaching out to your database is better than never. Mm-hmm. And once a week maybe is better than once a month. But that's doesn't it doesn't matter. Like and Maybe that's pick, too much. Maybe it's too much. Um, I did want to say that when you're picking the, the things that you want to do in your business. So if it's social media planning or, um, you know, transaction management or, or contacting your database, decide how frequently you want to do that. Let's just say you want to check transactions once a week. Say it's going to take you an hour. You now have these four hours you need to do. Put one in the schedule somewhere for every week for the whole month. Like, don't just like not plan for it. But then when you can't do it, if you have to go to closing, take the calendar event and move it to a different hour. Like, yeah, move it Drag around. it down just a minute. Go, don't delete it. Go, just yeah, drag don't it down. It. And like, <laughs> if it's your database and you want to contact them once a month, but you don't know when that two hour block is going to be, pick a time and then same thing, move it around if it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. I think we get really focused on Tuesdays have to be this, Wednesdays have to be this. And, and honestly, like, I would love that. It would be great it's if I knew. It's just not the it's way it is. It's not the way that it works. <laughs> but I also love that I don't know what's going to happen today. 
Yeah, definitely has its pros and cons. You know, you just prepared for anything. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you just prepared to take the day off. Mm-hmm. I'm like, one time I remember having um, showing scheduled or something and I got sick. <gasps> and I'm like, oh my God, I have to like call in sick. Like I have right. to tell this client, like I cannot go. <laughs> I am sick. I'm like, what's going to happen? Yeah, what There's- happened? We just rescheduled. Oh, my. I know. It's <laughs> wild. That's great. It's wild. Yeah. So it, it will. They didn't fire you? No. Oh, They wow. sure didn't. Because great. you know what? People get sick. Mm. You're not super realtor. You're mm-hmm. not super woman. You're just like, maybe you're sick. Maybe mm-hmm. you have to go to the birthday party. Maybe you got to go show a house on Sunday. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you forgot your aunt's birthday. You know what? You can't do it all. But, oh, I don't want to glaze over the fact that I said ask for help. Like, Someone's going to have to help you with this stuff. I am a huge advocate of befriending the new agents in your office. Yeah. They we have a great group right now, so I've really enjoyed like our Monday meetings and things like that. But I can, I just think back to myself when I was in, you know, 2011 and I was new and when somebody the first time somebody asked me to go meet a termite inspector, I was so honored and excited. You were like, yes. Yes. I did not get paid for it. I did not want to be paid for it. I mm-hmm. was just offering to learn. Yeah. And so also, if you are new and so slow, um, we have an episode called What to Do If You're New or Slow. Yeah. So we'll post it on Instagram. But it would be 17. a great one to if you just feel like you don't know what you're supposed to be doing. Like, what ki- What are the options? Right. Like, what, what are, are all the options? options? Yes. That's going to give you some of the options. Mm-hmm. And the fr- task frequency one will give you that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, great. Yeah. Anything else? This was good. I'm going to let you do the toast. You said you wanted to do the toast. Oh, my. I didn't read it before. Well, <laughs> do I just read it? Is that how you do it? That's how I do it. Okay. This toast is from Clark St. John to Susan Minder in Northwest Indiana. I like that name. Clark St. John. Clark St. John. hmm Yeah. I okay. like it, too. Hi. My name is Clark. And I have been an agent for a little over a year in the Northwest Indiana market. I'm a full-time agent. I discovered your podcast several weeks ago, and I very much enjoy listening to your episodes. You both do a great job, and I have learned a great deal already. I recommended the podcast to my team leader, Susan Minder. She instantly loved your podcast, and she has listened to many episodes, as have I. Susan is not only my team leader, but she is a top producer in our market. She has been in real estate for about five years, but this is the first year that she has been full-time after giving up her teaching career because she is so in love with real estate. As soon as Susan started listening to the podcast, she purchased the templates. Susan is very helpful and she is very similar to both of you in that she is very concerned about making other people feel good and helping them succeed. She pumps me up all the time and tells me I'm doing great, even at times when I don't think I am. (laughs) At least you're honest. (laughs) Right? She is a great realtor and a great friend, and I hope you can honor her with this toast. Thank you for all that you do, Susan. Oh, cheers to Susan. Mm -hmm. Thank you to Clark. Clark. That was yeah, a good one. Clark St. John. Clark St. John. <laughs> and so cheers to Susan. Okay, y'all, get out there and, you know, yeah. just uh, take control of your schedule. Your flexible you schedule. You can do it. Right? You, you can, can do, do it. this. Mm-hmm. Okay, goodbye. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Hustle Humbly podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please go to ratethispodcast.com slash hustle humbly and leave us a review or drop a comment if you're listening on Spotify. If you have an episode topic or someone you'd like to toast on the show, please email us at team at hustlehumblypodcast.com. Find us on social media at Hustle Humbly Podcast. Don't forget to find all of the free resources at hustlehumblypodcast.com slash resources. See you next week. This is the good life.